Managing risk and protecting your profits on a dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a good understanding of milk markets to better protect your profits through more frequent volatile periods. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update where I will take a deeper dive into topics or trends that will help you better understand milk markets and risk management. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager for the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's see what's happening this month. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Zach Myers, the, the Center for Dairy Excellence. I uh, uh, thank you for taking the time to join us today on on this month's Protection Your Profits call. My goal today, like uh, uh, each each, uh, just like each uh, month, is to uh, um, review current dairy markets and and review some risk management opportunities. And of course, this is all public information. And while I may express some opinions, these are not recommendations. I will uh, monitor the chat box. If you have any questions, go ahead and put them in the chat box at any time. Uh, I'll probably wait and answer those till after we're done, but also um, there should be time for a Q&A afterwards if you wanna unmute yourself and ask any questions but uh with that we'll just uh we'll go ahead and and move into it so just a quick uh, agenda of what we're going to go over today uh current market information then we'll take a look at how june exports uh did and then dairy margin coverage and dairy revenue protection risk management opportunities at 19.14 billion pounds, U.S. milk production was up a slight 0.2% compared to July. Uh, U.S. cow numbers were down year over year for the 10th month in a row to 9.414 million head. But this is a thousand head more than the July 2022 revised number uh, uh, released in the last milk production report. Milk production per cow was up about 1% at uh, 2,033 pounds uh, per month per cow compared to last year. This is equivalent to about 75 and a half pounds per lactating cow per day or about seven tenths of a pound more this past July than the previous uh, July 2021. Pennsylvania cow numbers are also down. They're down about 8,000 from last year, but at 467,000, this is the uh, fifth month that we've been able to maintain our herd size here in Pennsylvania. Milk output per cow was up about uh, four tenths of a pound per day to 67.1 pounds per day. The, uh, this is about 10 pounds per month more at 1,800 pounds per cow during, during July. Unlike the U.S., the slight increase in productivity did not offset the slide in cow numbers here in Pennsylvania. So as a result, total milk production was down about 10 million pounds to 845 million pounds total. And uh, the dairy cow slaughter uh, information will be released tomorrow in the, in the uh, cattle slaughter report. Butter prices, or excuse me, butter stocks. Uh, are are at 314 million pounds to end July. This is about um, a down about 82 million pounds. Cheese stocks are up about 73 million pounds to 1.52 uh, billion pounds. And then June uh, milk powder, June of course milk powder data is a little bit further behind than than the other two, but the the June non-fat dry milk was down about 32 million pounds to 317 uh, million pounds to end the month of June. 
So moving on to prices, the uh, CME butter price is $2.97 per, per pound. This is $1.33 higher than last year. The global dairy trade price continues to be lower than the U.S. price at $2.51 per pound, but the EU price continues to be uh, slightly higher at $3.22 a pound. This month's or July's uh, cheese price is up 29 cents compared to last year and continues to be a discount compared to the global dairy trade at $2.19 a hundredweight and the EU at uh, $2.57 a pound, excuse me, a pound. At $1.70 per pound, a non-fat dry milk is 45 cents more than last year. Uh, the US price and GDT price are similar but uh, the U.S. powder continues to be a slight discount compared to the $1.83 price it, it costs in the uh, European Union. And now on, moving on to uh, production, June butter production was basically flat, up just a tenth of a percent uh, or 179,000 pounds compared to last June. And uh, the uh, production, June production was 160.5 million pounds. June cheese production was up about 3% or 36 million pounds to 1.16 billion pounds. And then finally, June powder production was down over 9% or about 17 million pounds compared to last year to 170 million pounds. The lack of production growth is a key contributor to powder production being down. Uh, of course, with less surplus milk, there's less available to go into um, non-fat dry milk and skim milk powders. And moving on to some comments on, on demand, uh, butter disappearance was down 5% during June uh, to, uh, to 158 million pounds due to decreased domestic use that overwhelmed a 59% increase in exports. Of course, we use a lot more butter in the States than we, than we export. So it doesn't take a, a big decrease in domestic disappearance to, to uh, overwhelm uh, increases in exports currently. At 475 million pounds, American cheese disappearance was down a slight, uh, uh, a little more than half a percent because of a large decrease in domestic use that overwhelmed a 73% increase in exports. Again, uh, we use, on the American cheese size, we, uh, and, and other cheese size, we use a lot more here in the States than we export. For other style cheese at 718 million pounds, uh, disappearance was up over 2%, and this was driven by increases in both domestic use and exports. As a result, total cheese disappearance was up 1% to 1.19 billion pounds total. Milk powder disappearance was up 11% to 216 million pounds, driven primarily by a 27 million pound, uh, excuse me, I said up, it's down 11% to 216 million pounds. And this is driven primarily by a 27 million pound decrease in exports that easily offset a one and a half million or one, yeah, one and a half million pound increase in domestic use. So unlike butter and cheese, we export more powder uh, than we use domestically. So uh, um, the uh, uh, decrease in exports uh, certainly pulled things down. Moving on to uh, milk price, the class three in milk futures for the next 12 months were down uh, $2.80 compared to 
to uh, to last month. Actually, it's uh, I've got the wrong information here, but uh, but as you, we'll just look at the graph here since my notes are wrong. But uh, the uh, the class three and and class class three price actually or class four the green line um, uh, milk price is supposed to peak this month and and then decline steadily down to close to closer to twenty dollars by the by next year uh, the summer of next year. And then, as you can see there, the blue line is class three. And uh, so we right now is hovering around $20, a little more than $20, we peak closer to $22 in, in November and December before falling uh, back again to, to uh, the $20 range um, into next year and, and into the summer. And as you can see, our current class three and class four prices are still well above the, the current five-year averages. June exports, June exports are were uh, equivalent to about 217,327 metric tons of milk solids equivalents. This is up 9% year over year, which is pretty big, pretty big jump. Uh, it was up, uh, uh, this is, I guess, June was the second month it's been up this year, or third month, May was up slightly, uh, one, one or 2%, and then, uh, or April was, and then May was up 5%. Year over year, and then and then uh, June took a pretty big step forward and went nine percent um, up year over year. Cheese exports jumped thirty one percent year over year. This is in addition to a thirty one percent jump last month. Non fat dry milk and skim milk powder continues to be the only major category to post a year year over year decline. Uh, like last month, product availability was blamed for lack of growth, not not reduced in demand. So, as I mentioned uh, in the on on the non-fat dry milk uh, production, there's just not as much surplus milk available to go into those powder products. So, there's not the availability is not there, even though demand for powder remains relatively strong. And one last note on export: ocean freight continues to improve on the west coast. But as a result of some of these ships getting routed, routed the ones that can, then it's feasible to route to the eastern. There, there's more ships that are starting to back up on the east coast. But it's on average, it's it's adding some time, but it's not seen as a problem yet. So uh, hopefully things will consider to improve and we'll get all the both the east coast and the west coast back to their normal waiting times. June export. Exports were valued at uh, 886 million pounds, and this is up 26% year over year. So even though some of the months this year we've had uh, decreases in volume, uh, every month this year so far the value has increased. And of course, that's a, a function of two different things. Uh, of course, milk price this year is higher than that was last year is uh, is a big thing, and then we're also exporting additional volumes of high higher valued products like cheese and, and butter uh, versus the powder. That's a cheaper uh, export product relative to the others. Now, moving on to risk management, the June dairy dairy margin coverage margin was announced as 1192 100 weight. Of course, this doesn't and trigger an indemnity at any of the uh, margin coverages. The July margin will be available uh, next Tuesday uh, after three o'clock when the ag prices report is released. So this is a look at uh, uh, the DMC projections per the DMC decision tool updated on Monday. 
Uh, this varies. This is different from your the, the slide that I sent out. If you're following along your slides, I went ahead and, and updated that since I had some new data um, and time to do it. DMC has started projecting some payments later this year uh, with recent milk price with the recent milk price downturn and of course feed prices staying relatively high. The indemnity projected so far nearly covers the premium cost at the maximum 950 margin coverage. There was uh, decent increases across the board yesterday, and uh, this this projection does not account for that since it's uh, the day before. This the DMC decision tool isn't updated quite every day, so uh, it doesn't reflect that um, the uh, uptick in the markets as of uh, yesterday. So we had we haven't looked at uh, we're getting coming up close to the 22 23 DMC uh, enrollment period. So if everything goes as it's supposed to, which uh, we know how that has gone here recently, but uh, mid October is when the enrollment for the next program year is supposed to open, and then we'll have 60 days or or, or more to to enroll once the enrollment is open. But just taking a quick, there's no numbers projected uh, yet on the DMC decision tool, but this this graph is available. So if you look at the black circle, you can see those are projected uh, January uh, through the through the end through I guess July it is or June of next year, and you can see that uh, margins next year, at least as of now, um, are are in these yellow where it dips in these yellows is less than than uh, the nine fifty maximum nine fifty. So looks like a few months next year, later spring to summer. That's the markets may be such that DMC is starting to trigger payments uh, again next year. So not too early to start uh, considering what you want to do or or have some thoughts about what you want to do once the enrollment period uh, is is opened here in a couple of months, hopefully. So moving on to dairy revenue protection. Uh, again, these these prices are are based on August 23rd closing prices. So again, this is an updated uh, version of what I sent out in the slide since I had uh, Friday, prior, when, I, when Monday, when I put the slide deck together, Friday was the, the uh, uh, last available policies with uh, milk production report and cold storage report released on Monday. Policies weren't available, so I wanted to get uh, more updated information to you for the webinar. But uh, so based on yesterday's closing prices, which again, uh, some decent uh, uh, increases in class three and class four yesterday, that uh, uh, made it so that 100% uh, class three, 95% price protected floors can be set from a low of about 18.58 in the fourth quarter next year to a high of $20.13 in quarter one of this year for an average price of about 40 cents per hundred weight. On the class four uh, side, uh, the 100% class four, 95% price protected floors can be set um, $18 for a low of $18. Per hundred weight and eighteen dollars and two cents per hundred weight in the fourth quarter of next year, up to twenty-two dollars in the uh, fourth quarter of this year. Which, uh, if you looked at my slides, this is about a a little. It's over a dollar jump in the in that quarterly price protected floor based on just what happened yesterday in in the market. So the class three and class four 
Floor prices are just report, reported again, represent the decent jump in milk prices seen yesterday. This may uh, provide some opportunity this week, may provide some opportunity uh, to layer in some higher uh, D DRP price floors with what the market is currently currently doing. However, I did check about an hour ago, I did check uh, what class three and class four were doing in the close-up months were, were down uh, five or 10 to as much as around 20 cents. 100 weight, but the further out months were up five to 20 cents. So uh, what's what's being lost in the close-up months at least an hour or so ago is being made up in the further out months. So just some statistics on how, how much milk is enrolled in dairy revenue protection for the 2022 crop year, 53, 53 billion pounds of milk were covered by uh, almost 2,700 policies with uh, none of those policies indemnified as of now. In Pennsylvania, it's 603 million pounds and 130 policies. And then the crop year 2023, which began in July, uh, so far 4.6 billion pounds of milk have been covered in the U.S. with nearly 600 policies. And then 111 million pounds of milk covered in Pennsylvania in, by uh, 32 policies. So just like to take, a, that's the last of the information, the market information, I would take an, uh, I'd like to take a moment to invite you to join us on September 14th at the Sheraton Harrisburg Hershey Hotel for the 13th Annual Dairy Financial and Risk Management Conference. We have a good lineup of speakers and panelists gonna be there. Betty Burning of Betty Burning Consulting and an analyst for the Daily Dairy Report. We'll provide a 2022-2023 dairy market outlook uh, or highlights and then an outlook for next year. Pennsylvania dairy farmers Greta Hallahan, Donnie Barch, and Jared Kurtz will talk about how they have used outside advisors and center resources to help them make and meet their dairy and family business goals. Wayne Brubaker with MSC Business Services, Mike Osterman with Horizon Farm Credit, and I will talk about a performance indicators project that's similar to a benchmarking project that we were starting here in Pennsylvania, and uh, we'll we'll report preliminary data that we've got from since the beginning of that project. Then the last speakers of the day will be Tim Beck and Randy Roseman with uh, Penn State Dairy Extension. Uh, they will talk about feed costs, pr production costs, and uh, uh, what it costs to grow feed uh, for dairy farmers, and then uh, 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 some feed feed management considerations to think about on about on how how and when to feed feed cows. So for more information and to register, you can visit our webpage at centerfordairyexcellence.org. Uh, scroll down to upcoming events and click on the conference information registration link. We'd be uh, uh, happy to see you there uh, if it fits into your schedule and, and you'd like to come. And with that, the next Protecting Your Profits uh, webinar will be next month, September 28th, uh, 2022 at noon. Please join me then as we review um, uh, July information, uh, excuse me, um, August information, and uh, uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, are there any any questions? I don't see any in the chat box. And uh, if you if you do have any and like to unmute yourself, feel welcome to do that. But in the meantime, while you're thinking of that, and as I, I say some last comments here. Uh, Remember that these webinars are recorded and the length of the recording will be made available on our PYP website within 24 hours. 
The audio file of the uh, uh, webinar is also published as a podcast, and that will also be available within 24 hours on our uh, Protecting Your Profits website or Spotify, Amazon, um, or Apple podcast. Of course, you on any of those streaming platforms, you can uh, you can uh, um, subscribe to the podcast and get reminders of when there's new episodes available. I'm not still not seeing any questions, so thank you again for joining me today, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you.